0: WTSR is third and long. I'm Chandler.
1: I'm Justin.
0: And we are here to give you once again the latest sports news. Starting off this week, start with some Trevor Trevor Lawrence, some college football.
1: Yeah, sounds good to me.
0: All right. Well, Trevor Lawrence, Clemson's quarterback, of course, junior, and the hot topic is what is he going to do next year? So many people are saying, because, of course, he would be the number one draft pick, and the Jets are currently in last place, that he should not enter the NFL draft and rather play another year at Clemson. What do you think, Justin?
1: Uh, if I were Trevor Lawrence, I would probably, even with the Jets, with the first pick, I would probably go into the NFL because you never, you never know what's going to happen. He could go stay at Clemson. You have like a major injury, and next thing you know, you're not even in the first round. So if, if he has the opportunity to be the number one pick, even if it's going to the Jets or a team like the Jaguars, neither of which are very exciting um, I would probably go to one of those two just because you're, you're going make you're already guaranteed like money for life if you are the first pick in the NFL draft. So personally for me, I would probably go, but if he wants to stay in college and hope for a different team, I can't really blame him. but the Cowboys they could still get the number one pick and that would be pretty I would be pretty excited if I were going to a team like the Cowboys for next year, much much more than the Jaguars or
0: Jets. I agree definitely staying at Clemson another year very risky might not ever then get to see professional ball if you get depending on if you get injured how severe the injury is might not ever be back to this level that he is playing at right now and even so let's say the Jets do stay as being in the bottom of the NFL and get the first draft pick the Jets have they've been to the playoffs. It wasn't too long ago, as we mentioned last week, that Mark Sanchez was leading the Jets, and they are a well developed organization. So, even with that, in addition, he could pull an Eli Manning. So, back in what was it, 2004, he was drafted, right? Yeah, Eli Manning? 2004, yeah. When he refused to go to the Chargers, or he was drafted by the Chargers, but refused to play for them. And. Then, of course, he ended up being a New York Giant. But he could always play that card, which I don't think is as well respected. But it is certainly a way of getting out of, to play for if it were to be the Jets.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it worked out for Eli Manning pretty well. So yeah. it, it's something he could do. Definitely. I think it would depend on which teams are like listed in the top, who needs the quarterbacks, that sort of thing. Cause if he's like, Oh, I'm not going to play for the jets, but I'm going to go play for Washington. I, (laughs) I don't know if that's much better. So we'll have, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Cause if he does stay at college, I think a few years ago, Justin Herbert, he was supposed to be like a top five pick and then he decided to stay in college. And in order to avoid some of the teams that were at the top, and he felt he could still get better. So if Trevor Lawrence feels like he can do the same and he doesn't feel very excited about any of the teams who are in the top five, top ten, then maybe he will stay.
0: And speaking of Clemson, Notre Dame beat them this past weekend. Big, big game. And then Notre Dame, of course, stormed the field after, which in COVID. Might not have been in the wisest move. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're having an outbreak
1: this week. I haven't checked, but I'm sure.
0: <laughs> so apparently they mandated, I believe, COVID tests after that. And I'm like, seems smart. Yeah, it, se- it seems accurate. It seems accurate. Because it does seem like college football is sort of falling apart with COVID. The NFL is right behind them. But already 50 games have been canceled for college football or postponed. And the Pac-12 can barely get their season started already with several cancellations. So it's just interesting as to what's going to happen with the bowl games and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to, like, rank all the teams when all of them are sitting out for COVID games and like a player like Trevor Lawrence, who might be the best player in college football. And then Clemson goes to lose a game. Do you lower them in the rankings significantly? Do you keep them in the same, the same spot, assuming that they'll be the best team with Trevor Lawrence? It's definitely going to be tough to rank which teams should make the bowl games and the
0: playoffs. Definitely. And there's not many weeks left of the season even. And there is a minimum game requirement for to play in the conference championship, which actually right now, Wisconsin is in danger of not being allowed to play just due to lack of games being played. Cause their past two weeks have been canceled. Right. So definitely interesting to see how that will all play out. And even did you see the NFL is now talking about their playoffs and what's that going to look like?
1: Yeah, I saw that thinking about adding additional teams if they're forced to miss a week, but they, they've they already played through so many <laughs> teams having coronavirus that they're just like, they don't even care at all. They're just putting their players out there. There's like at least like four or five teams this week that are having like coronavirus outbreaks and it's not affecting the schedule at all. It's, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, like I saw half the teams actually have at least one player with COVID, which is just crazy to think. And yet games are going on like nothing is happening.
1: Yeah, because right now I know Baker Mayfield and Ben Roethlisberger, they're both in COVID protocols right now. And Matthew Stafford, he was in COVID protocols up until Sunday morning of last week. And these are like the starting quarterbacks of these football teams who are throwing the ball to every, like, player on the offense and these people are just going right into practice it's it's just, it's crazy what the NFL is doing
0: that's what well I saw which I didn't even realize so I knew that all players get tested on Sunday morning but what's happening is they're not getting those results back until Sunday night or even Monday morning so players could test positive Sunday morning play in the game then find out they tested positive. So they played unknowingly, like spreading COVID, which isn't the best system. No,
1: that's like what happened in the World Series with like Justin Turner when he has tested positive for coronavirus. He goes into the game and then in the seventh inning, they're like, oh, we have to pull, pull you out now, even though you've been sitting with no mask on in the dugout for the first two hours of the game. It's... It's crazy. They should be doing more rapid tests on the Sunday mornings, making sure that all the players don't have coronavirus.
0: Definitely, because that's what college football was doing. They have this whole rapid test plan like they're implementing and stuff, but the NFL, they're, I guess, not doing that because I believe they're doing the PCR test, which takes longer to process.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of false positives, though. I, I feel like so many teams have had players who get these false posi- positives. Like last week with the 49ers, I know, like, I think it was Kendrick Bourne, he had, like, a false positive, And then the whole entire 49ers wide receiver room is, like, out for the game. And then, like, the next day they're like, oh, yeah, you guys can go back to practice. And then, like, two days later, <laughs> Kendrick Bourne, like, tests positive again. It's, like, bizarre.
0: Because that's the other thing. It's just there are all these – interesting matchups now because a team could have five starters out because of COVID while another team just has whatever, like one coach out. So it's these uneven matchups that then when it comes to the playoffs, like how's that fair? Because let's say if San Fran had their wide receivers, they might've then beat the Packers. So just then ranking that and everything, it's just, interesting as to how that's all playing out
1: yeah especially if these some of these players are high risk contacts and they don't actually have coronavirus and then they they don't even get coronavirus and there's star players who are going to be forced to miss games it's changing the whole complexion of the season because the Bengals this week their whole cornerback room is right now in like quarantine is high risk contacts and if like one more of them test positive, then they're going to be forced to go against all the Steelers, great wide receivers with practice squad corners. So it's going to, it's changing the whole season.
0: Yeah. And like you said, with these positive results and stuff, like just the NFL refusing to implement a bubble because players, they could be following all this protocol on the field and during practice and stuff, but then they go home see their family, and are doing who knows what, then coming back to the field where maybe they get a COVID test, but not finding out those results till days later so they could be then bringing it into the facility.
1: Right, because even if these players are abiding by coronavirus protocols, they have a family, they may have kids, and if their kids in high school and he goes to some sort of party and gets coronavirus, then next thing you know, the whole NFL football team has coronavirus. It's like a slippery slope that all these different players and their families and these coaches, they all have, and even like the people who are – the trainers and the whole staff they all have to abide by these protocols or their teams are a threat to getting these big outbreaks in their facilities so if I think personally they should have like hotels that are designated to each team and then the play the players may just like stay there especially as it gets closer in the week to the games so that they can protect themselves, sort of have like a semi-bubble sort of aspect.
0: I agree. Even that would definitely help. But I do have to say the NFL is slightly improving on cracking down on the protocol, at least. So that's good with the Raiders and the Steelers being attacked with those huge fines.
1: Oh, that was crazy.
0: And then the Raiders even got their 6th round draft pick pulled. So that's good. I think that's more likely to force teams to implement their protocol by not only finding them because I feel like many of these teams look at that and are like okay whatever we'll just pay the fine but then threatening them with these draft picks I think will be more of a wake-up call
1: and next they'll probably start taking fourth and fifth
0: yeah I think that um like that's what they need to be doing and then all the Raiders uh I believe that was their owner then made a statement just about how horrible it was and unfair that they were taking their draft pick. It's like, you haven't been following any of the protocol. <laughs> like, they've like, broken it so many times. I feel like more than any other team at this point.
1: Yeah. Like the John Gruden, he'll just like walk out there and just to yell at the refs, he just rips his <laughs> neck. <man. laughs> it's crazy. It'll be exciting to see if, once we get closer to the playoffs, if some of these teams are taken, taken down by coronavirus.
0: Yeah, seriously. I feel like for the playoffs especially, they have to implement some sort of bubble if they want the playoffs to actually go as planned and not have these weird, unfair matchups because one team has so many players out because of COVID.
1: Yeah, like, imagine if someone like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes gets coronavirus in, like, the first or second round of the playoffs and they can't – then these teams lose that are, like, Super Bowl contenders. (laughs)
0: Like, what if then – so, like, the Eagles and the Seahawks play and Russell Wilson's out, then suddenly you have the somehow, like, first-place Eagles in the NFC – Making it to the second round of the playoffs, which is blows my mind.
1: <laughs> you have like the six and nine and one Eagles or something. <laughs> and, like, like, oh yeah, you know they're in the NFC Conference Championship. But, like, what? These, this team is terrible.
0: But then they are talking about uh, they have decided to put in another week of the season if needed to play those. They called meaningful games if they're canceled. So, I guess those games were then postponed indefinitely or canceled to then determine a team's playoff status. So, that's interesting. And that'll be good to at least then keep these rankings more in check.
1: For sure. I wonder if they'll count meaningful games as like tankathon games for <laughs> who gets the first pick.
0: <laughs> well, even for, um, for the new playoff picture, it doesn't even really matter like the first seed anymore or the first and second seed because you won't get the buy because they're going to do it like the MLB did by adding the uh, extra team from each uh, the NFC and the AFC. So then it'll be the uh, seeded tournament play.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, especially because they already added a team to the playoffs, and then if they had another team, then you're going to have like 7 and 9 and 8 and 8 teams getting wild cards so
0: i know that that'll be interesting that'll be cool to see if a, one of those teams that like make us makes it far keeps it interesting yeah it
1: would. I, I can't imagine how <laughs> what a game would look like if it's like a team that's like the first seed versus like the eighth seed that'll be that'll be interesting but you never know any game anything can happen
0: they did announce that this format would only be for 20 for this season, for the 2020 season. They're like, we're not doing this again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It's> disappointing.
0: <laughs> I know. Have a few more games in there. Yeah,
1: might as well. Might as well.
0: Well, should we do a breakdown from this week's games? Yeah, sounds good. All right. So the first game of the week, Packers beat the 49ers 34-17. to Rodgers and Devontae looking strong.
1: Packers look good. They look very good. Devontae's probably the best wide receiver in the NFL, I have to say. It's amazing.
0: And he hasn't even played every game this year, and his stats are insane.
1: <laughs> He's making up for lost time. <laughs> Definitely. That is for sure.
0: And the Texans beat the Jaguars 27-25. Second win, Finally.
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't believe the Jaguars were like a two-point conversion away from sending that game to overtime yeah. with like Jake Lutton back there. It's crazy.
0: And even like J.J. Watt has expressed his frustrations in losing so openly. And I wonder what's going to happen with him next year because he'll be a free agent. So I wonder if he'll look to leave uh, the Texans.
1: Yeah, maybe, especially with the Texans team that the last three or four seasons has been a constant playoff team and Super Bowl contender. And now they're (laughs) basically tanking with the exact same team minus DeAndre Hopkins. So I I wonder if this team, as it is currently built, has a chance in the future to really contend or if they're just going to have to blow it all up and start over.
0: And the Giants, how about them beating Washington twenty-three to twenty?
1: Oh, when they when they started that game at halftime, they're up twenty to three. It's like, oh yeah, looking good, you know, they're gonna get their second win, and then <laughs> next thing you know, it's like twenty-three to twenty with like five minutes left. <laughs> crazy.
0: Yep, Giants forcing five turnovers, crazy, but then Alex Smith also being picked off multiple times
1: <laughs> oh he was terrible like I'm glad he's playing but he can barely walk and can barely throw the football so I, I would know, probably I
0: mean, we talk about that before I just don't know how you come back from an injury like that he's like jogging like mentally like,
1: yeah he's like jogging for the two-minute offense and he's like limping down the field
0: <laughs> crazy and the Vikings beat the Lions 34 to 20
1: Dalvin Cook with like 200 yards rushing. Yeah, and two touchdowns. He destroyed
0: the Packers defense last week, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, he he tried to beat that performance this week against uh, (laughs) another team in the NFC North.
0: Yeah, and it was definitely obvious that Stafford wasn't practicing all week, I'd say. (laughs)
1: yeah he he had a a very very rough game that ended with a fake concussion basically they had to pull him out (laughs) and the rest are like yeah get him out of the game we can't watch this anymore And they send him to the locker room and he clears protocols but they leave him back in the locker room
0: and chiefs barely beat the panthers 33 to 31
1: that was a good game that was actually a good game
0: it was. I would run. say Mahomes definitely carried the Chiefs as their run game wasn't very existent.
1: You'd think with like a first-round pick running back in Hilaire and then Le'Veon Bell, you'd have one, one of the best running games, but they still have to rely on Kelsey and Hill for their offense.
0: It was interesting. Beginning of the game, Panthers had a had a big lead. I was, I was watching the game and very surprised. Yeah, I I was surprised
1: at how well the Panthers could hang in there. But now McCaffrey's hurt again. So disappointing.
0: And the Ravens beat the Colts twenty-four to ten. Ravens defense looking good.
1: Yeah, Phillip Rivers, he needs to retire. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's uh he's holding the Colts back, <laughs> I think. It's he just, like, stands back there, can't move around, throwing, like, inaccurate passes. And the the Colts defense is trying, but there's only so much they can do.
0: Titans beat the Bears 24-17. to Another good game.
1: Yeah, another solid game. Titans showing that last season's run was not a fluke with a great start so far this year. Definitely, if they continue to feed Derrick Henry and keep the run game going, they're definitely a team to watch come end of the season, into the playoffs.
0: I feel like the Bears are slowly falling apart. Yeah. They started off strong, then with the Trubisky, switched to Nick Foles. I don't know. I feel like it was just all downhill from there.
1: Yeah, they just beat oh, I feel like they beat a lot of really just not good football teams like the mm-hmm. Giants and the Falcons and teams like that who they they won these games and they got this good start and now they're starting to play actual good football teams and they're folding.
0: Yeah, they had an easy first half of the season, definitely. And the Bills beat the Seahawks. How about that? Forty four to thirty-four. Josh Allen looking good, putting up Over 400 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah. That was nuts. All of
1: a sudden, they, like, can't score a point. And then they have this, like, offensive explosion on the Seahawks. They couldn't even score against, like, the Jets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's another – I think also the Seahawks defense each week just kind of going downhill.
1: Yeah, that, that offense has to score, like, minimum 30 points a game to even be remotely close. And with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson, they're, they're basically there automatically. But 44 points is <laughs> tough to score. That's, that's tough.
0: And Falcons beat the Broncos 34-27. to 27. Almost lost again the fourth quarter.
1: <laughs> Almost. This time they recover the onside kick. But <laughs> <and> <laughs> they they really – Then the Chargers – and the giants seem to somehow every week almost blow or blow every single game. I've never seen anything quite like it.
0: And the Steelers beat the Cowboys 24 to 19. Good fourth quarter comeback.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that the Cowboys I like look at the score in the third quarter and it's the Cowboys are winning. I'm like, I know. How how is this happening? <laughs>
0: And the Dolphins beat the Cardinals thirty four to thirty one. Tua looking good. Second yeah, win for him.
1: Maybe their switch to Tua wasn't wasn't such a bad decision after all. I don't know.
0: I'm still sad. Poor Fitzpatrick.
1: He was just so sad. I know. They should've they st- they should have traded him to a contending team that needs a quarterback.
0: I still think you should go to Dallas. Yeah, he would. I think you'd do really well there. He I think that Dallas would win the NFC East.
1: Yeah, he would just be – they have such a great wide receiving core, and Fitzpatrick, he's basically almost like a carbon copy of a James Winston, and he'd be just slinging the ball down the field. They they could be a much better offense if Fitzpatrick was there chucking the ball around 40, 40 times a game.
0: And the Raiders beat the Chargers 31-26. to 26. Chargers nearly won it at the end.
1: Only the Chargers can score a touchdown and with zero seconds left be winning 32-31 and then they <laughs> they pull it away. It was that was almost a crazy comeback.
0: It was. But I thought both teams played well. Both quarterbacks, Eric Carr and Justin Herbert, both put good performances.
1: Yeah, Justin Herbert, he's looking like he might be an elite quarterback going forward. He's played a quite a good season and that Tyrod Taylor punctured long week 1 might have had changed the whole complexion of the Chargers plans for the future.
0: And my favorite game of the week Saints beating the Bucks 38 to 3. Saints scoring 31 points in the first half.
1: That That was shocking that a team, those teams are like both excellent football teams, very fundamentally sound, and then the Buccaneers just go out there, and Tom, I don't know what Tom Brady was doing out there, but it, it was nothing very good.
0: They set, the Bucs set the NFL record for fewest running attempts. They only ran the ball five times, which is crazy how do you run the ball five times? In like, time? clearly Brady wasn't working out. Why not run it?
1: I remember in, like, the it was the second or third – I think it was the third quarter, they're, like, first in goal, and they, like, run the ball one time in their four attempts. Like, you're first in goal, just, like, hand the ball off or just have Tom Brady sneak it in, like, four times. You're going to get in.
0: Yeah. But similar to – what we're we talking about the the Bears, the Bucks, though, they've had a pretty light schedule until facing the Saints, which are I feel like pretty much the first real team they've faced. So I don't know. This could be showing the real Bucks.
1: Yeah, it definitely could be. Last week against the Giants, arguably should have lost with controversial pass interference penalty and a lot of miscues by Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones were to hit a couple of those throws. The Buccaneers lose to the Giants on Monday night football. This, this team, this Buccaneers team has some work to do and they're going to have their cornerbacks. The last few weeks have had some poor play. I'm, Teams have been targeting their cornerback to Jamal Dean and he's just been getting torched. So they're gonna have to come up with some things on defense and start getting some more of these playmakers they have on offense involved if they're gonna try and compete not only just for like a Super Bowl, but to even make the playoffs in a strong NFC. I
0: agree. And lastly, the Patriots beat the Jets thirty to twenty seven. I would have loved to see the Jets to win.
1: Oh, they, they definitely, they call down to Joe Flacco and they're winning. They're like, we can't win this game. We need Trevor Lawrence. And Flacco, Oh, yeah, you know, I'll shut it down. We're winning by, like, 10 points. Oh, yeah, I'll just sling it 50 yards down the field for a pick to let, let the Patriots get back in it. Only the Jets can blow a game to a Patriots offense that can, like, barely move the footballs.
0: I know. As we talked about before, Cam Newton not looking like himself still, even.
1: No. It,
0: I, he looked a little better this game, but, but it's the Jets. So. <laughs> exactly. Oh, did you um see the when Trevor Lawrence entered the stadium at Notre Dame? They were all chanting uh, Jets. <laughs> <laughs> see? Jets, they said, nope, can't win this game. We need Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, we, need, we need Trevor Lawrence. We need to fire Adam Gaze If we win this game, ruin all of our
0: plans. <laughs> and this was another episode of Third and Long. I'm Chandler.
1: I'm Justin.
0: And we remind you to open your mind.